The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft Tobacco. The after show, the after show, the after show, the after show. It's the after show, the show after we did the show on 4th of July, which was really on July 2nd, and it's the after show, which we just had an after show yesterday, and here, here it is. Time's going by so fast, it's unbelievable. Oliver Nouveau from United Cigars is with us. He's still here. He's the guest that will not Can't, leave. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, did the whole two hours plus, plus here we are after the show, and we did smoke the United Robusto Maduro, we did smoke the firecracker, and then we had a little time in between, cleaning up a little, you guys had to do whatever you had to do, and we're sitting down, and Oliver brought me a cigar, and taking nothing away from United Cigar, which I love, I smoke it all the time, the firecracker, a little too heavy for me, good cigar, but we're in a different league right now, we just went into a different league, this is Byron, my second favorite cigar of all. What Byron is this? Because Byron's different. One Byron's different from the other Byron, different from the other Byron. Right. Yeah, and that, that's what makes Byron so unique. Within each century, there are three different centuries, so three different blends. But even the the different Vitolas within the century are different. We're smoking the 19th century right now. Um, so this is a blend of Peruvian Nicaraguan and Nelson's little magic mix. And then uh, Ecuadorian wrapper. This is the Poema. That's aged for three years post-roll. So this was the, when we originally got them, we got the Petit Poema, the Poema, this is in jazz. And, and the, the Londonese. And the Londonese was the 20, 20th Correct. century with, with the yellow band. This is with the red on it. And um, this, this is the first cigar I ever smoked from Nelson Alfonso ever was this cigar. This is what he gave me when I went up to the booth. And I said... Uh, okay, I have to come back. I have an appointment. And I went to the appointment. And when I came back, I said, that was the best cigar I ever smoked in my life. He said, what did you smoke? And I said, I smoked Byron. And I had the band on me in my hand. And I showed him the band. He said, oh, you have to try Atabe. And then I smoked Atabe. And I said, now this is the best <laughs> cigar I ever smoked in my life because it was even better than this one. But before that, this was the best cigar I ever had in my did, life. Did, did you ask him, you got anything else? <laughs> <laughs> he had Bandolero, which I didn't smoke, but okay. I, we ended up buying also. But as time went on, he came out with a, which he didn't have then, a 21st century. Right. Well, he did have the 21st century. It was in the, the tube packs is the only way you yes, could get it. Yes, the only it. way, which you used to buy just for that. I bought it 22 times. Yeah. So I, you gave me one. That's yep. how I ended up smoking that. Then within this, within this one became the Grand Poema. 
and the grand poem out was over the top. Over the top. But yeah. you, you couldn't get it. You got it, and then you couldn't get it, which is big. A lot of the problem with, with happens with us. But going, which makes them boutique because you can't get it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Back to last week's show, right? Now, on the 20th century, within that, very different from one to the other. The, the torpedo was the 20th century in that. The Venetianos. That is the best of all. Wow. The best one for me. For, the best one of all. And in, we, in that century or just? Of all. Of all. Of all. And we only got it once. Mm-hmm. And then they were gone, and that was the end of that. Like Kaiser Sose. Yeah, Kaiser Sose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was gone. And then he was gone. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. Um, w- w- is that coming back? Or w- Venetianos is coming back. That was just launched um, two years ago. Yeah. At the, at the IPCPR. Yeah, we got it near Christmas time. And not only did they sell well, but I got scared when they started selling well, and I took everything left that was here in Salem store and smoked them, and then I went over to uh, Seabrook store, <laughs> and they had one box that was left that was already open, and I said, you have till the next time I come here, and then I'm taking the rest of them, which I did. So the Venetianos, another little little tease, little I'm not going to share, was produced... With the same factory that is doing the firecracker that you wouldn't tell us about? In Louisiana. Yeah. In the country country of of Louisiana. Um, So it was produced at one point by a mistake or he wanted to do something with a dark wrapper. And that will be released very limited in a different form, form, um, different way that will only be available in a certain area it's such secretest com- company in the world <laughs> right but that that will come out and it's it's the venetiano's 20th century blend with a, a dark because that, so the discondito's wrapper perhaps the discondito's wrapper yeah. so the venetian veneciano what am i Venici- saying? Yeah, yeah close, close. Venici- yeah, veneciano's the torpedo, <laughs> the torpedo. <laughs> it's different than the other ones in the 20th yeah it's this it's so what what makes that that whole Byron line so unique is that the different aging um, makes it completely different. The Venetianos it, has four years of age. It's unbelievable that, but, that it's different than the other than the Londonese, yeah. for instance. Which I love the Londonese until I smoked the Veneciano, right. and then I said, "Oh my God, what a difference this one is!" And I'm not a torpedo guy. You got to cut the, the end of the torpedo off, and I'm like, "It's such a waste throwing that big amount away right. with the right. cutting." But it tastes so great. It's the one. That's not, uh, yeah, that, that's your, that's not my one. I love it, but that's I'm a, I, I am a Grand Poema guy. In the 20th century, I love the the habanero. But I'd say when you go to the to the stronger cigar of a Byron, it's Poema the, and Petit Poema. Yeah, the, I would say on the palate, the Petit Poema is the sh- strongest up front. Um, Grand Poema. It's one of the strongest. That yeah, 19th century is stronger because it has the Nicaraguan. But so much aging. The, the line on the cigar is so tight. It's so, it's the most uh, it's pure, decadent. clean. Decadent. De- oh, my God. It's just, uh, I, I smoke a lot of cigars. I don't smoke these all the time. They're expensive. and You don't go to them all the time. But every time I do, it's like, holy shit. Oh. I, I, I hate to beat up other manufacturers or whatever and, and say something is so much better. It's in a league by itself. It's it's on its own. It's uh, I, I get a lot of that. You know, you, you 
have a bag of coffee, this pound of coffee that you want to just grind the right amount to make the perfect cup of coffee. So you're grinding the the beans and that smell that comes off. It's something when when I'm with somebody that really loves cigars, this is the type of cigar I want to smoke with them because I want them to be blown away. You want to make a cigar smoker, you want to sit there and have a cigar with a cigar smoker and blow him away, this is the cigar. Yeah, it's something that so, someone needs to be able to appreciate it. And it's somebody. It's something you want to slow down, take your time, have a conversation. I, every year on the 4th of July, I bring a couple of Byrons to my brother's house. And we don't do it all that much talking. Put you in a different level, which we, is a perfect segue to what you don't even know that's coming up. Last week, somebody wrote into us. Audio-wise, whatever speed you call pipe, it. On, on the speed, speed pipe. pipe. On the speed pipe, which you go to the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com, you'll see the speed pipe. Speak. speak pipe. Speak. Oh. Because they speak into the microphone. That sounds even better. Yeah. That even works even nicer. Yeah. Uh, and then you click it and you say whatever you say. And you notice we're going to you first because it's new to me and it's like a new toy. <laughs> um, so somebody did call into us and here it is. Hey guys, what's up? This is Scott Peters calling from New York. Um, I am a registered nurse. I work in the emergency room. And uh, I got to tell you, with all this virus crap that's been happening, um, you know, uh, after I get done working, I work a 12-hour shift. I come home and I just like to sit outside after working and smoke a cigar. I find it to be very stress-relieving, relieves my anxiety. My question for you is, um, does anybody else find it relaxing and stress-relieving to come home after a stressful situation and just sit down and smoke and just kind of clear your head? Um, And that's pretty much it. I think you guys rock, and I enjoy the show, and uh, hope everybody has a good day. Stay safe. Bye. Interesting question. So we do our anniversary party every year. And there is, I love my job. I love coming to work, but there's a certain amount of on you have to be for that. We'll call it a performance because 500 people this year, 400 in a room and we're putting on a performance and you are the head guy. And then the rest of us are there to back you up and make sure things go flawless. And so at the end of that event, I've smoked probably five cigars during the, the whole show and on the way home. I need to decompress. So the other cigars I smoked, that was for work. I smoke a cigar on the ride home to clear my head. I take my time. I usually take the back way and I just relax because it's over. Yeah. I gave birth. and It is given birth. The, perfect. Oh, I hope no women are listening because they will, they will definitely <laughs> defend that. And I disagree. I'm saying here, I'm disagreeing with that. It's not like giving birth. It's probably worse than giving birth, but all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, but I, I'll, I'll usually pick something. Byron-esque, if not Byron, and that's the cigar that I'm smoking on the way home, and I make sure that my route is going to take me the amount of time it takes to smoke the cigar, and if I get there early, I just sit in the driveway and finish by myself in silence and just think about what happened and yeah. that it's over. I, I got to clip that. I finish by myself in <laughs> silence. <laughs> yeah. I gotta the only thing that would have made it a bit better is if I had used the word shame. Yeah. <laughs> Crying. We, we do uh, cigar school uh, up here with charity events and stuff and have eight people come in. And we have a cigar with them. And I talk to them at the beginning, explain how to cut and light and smoke the cigar. And we get about half hour into it or so. And then I bring up 
what happens when you smoke a cigar because it happens in front of my eyes that the way they were sitting, how they came in, and 30 minutes later, they're smoking the cigar, the shoulders have dropped, they're sitting different in the thing, and they've gone into a total relaxation that happens. I see it every day in our cigar lounge that happens, uh, especially on Fridays. You'll see a guy come in, the week is over, he comes in, he's coming to buy a box of cigars or whatever, grabs a cigar, goes in the lounge, lights a cigar. Maybe the guy has been uh, kind of uh, tight-lipped to you. He's a little goes, short. Yeah, he's not fun. And he goes and sits in there, and about 15 minutes or so into it, he's completely a different person. Next thing you know, he's chatting with the other guys. An hour has gone by. He finishes the cigar. He puts it down. He walks out. He says, have a great weekend, everybody. The same guy that came in. And you could see he's a changed person that happened. I've been watching this for 35 years. It does something to you that it puts you in a different state. You could have alcohol consumption, go to the bar, have a few drinks, and loosen up. You can go and have a cigar. And, it, and, and it's a, it, different. You're not going to get a buzz from it or anything like that. It's not going to be that thing. Right. But it brings you in a different state that you were before. But, but alcohol can make some people meaner. Cigars yeah. don't do that. No, no. You don't see it. And uh, stress reliever. Um, there's a lot to it, and you're, you're, you're a nurse in New York. Can you imagine the stress and oh all the stuff that happened? Thank you for, for that. Mm -hmm. By the way, Scott, um, what you're going through and 12-hour days and dealing with that, and I will preface that by even saying that when I've gone to the hospital, there's doctors there, and they get paid more than you and everything. It's always the nurse that takes care of me and takes care of my loved ones and stuff. The nurses are very special people to begin with. Dave really likes a good sponge bath, as we learned at the uh, <laughs> Who does it? Show. Who does that's, it? That's why I was worried about the $100. <laughs> <laughs> um, but is it a, that's why people smoke cigars. They're not smoking cigars because they're addicted to cigars, and the nicotine level is so low, they're, they want the stress reliever. They want the relaxation. Part of what this is, is kick back and light a cigar. Relax. Have a cigar. It's the only way I can get Sammy B to sit down. If we're going to smoke a cigar, we sit down for the hour it takes to smoke the cigar and we hang out. And then he finishes the cigar and he says, all right. And he's back in the workshop, back to work on his day off. Yeah. yeah. It's the only way I can get time with him. Yeah. But it's a very relaxing thing. Uh, even to the point... Oliver, you, you go around and see manufacturers and thing, you go and see the retailer and things like that. Part of that is work. Sometimes I smoke a cigar and it's work. Except when I smoke something like this. If somebody gives me an exceptional cigar, all of a sudden I'm different too. I'm leaning back in my chair at that time talking to him and a whole different thing has happened. And it becomes quality at that point. A good cigar... And a cheap cigar is, is a whole different field that ends up happening. So what are you paying for when, you, when you're buying an expensive cigar? You bought yourself a ticket to a one-hour vacation, a two-hour vacation. Uh, if, if it's really good and you enjoy it, it can't be overpowering. It can't be – it has to be balanced. We talked about balanced of a cigar. I don't want to fight it. I don't want to uh, have a tight drawer. I don't want to have anything. It becomes – part of the enjoyment of it if the cigar is the right cigar. So that's an important thing, too. It can't be uh, just anything. You know, the right cigar will do it. And the right cigar doesn't have to be an expensive cigar to you, but the right cigar, figure out what that, what that one is.
It does it. Yeah, I think there are some cigars that you you smoke and you're engaged in conversation and you're you're having fun and you're not necessarily realizing what you're smoking. You know, you're smoking a cigar and it does relax you and it it it, it brings um, all di- all different walks of life together and you're you're enjoying yourself. But then there are some cigars where you sit down and I've 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 actually caught people um, smoking a Byron or Atabay when we were doing an event and they're they're so zoned out of the conversation that I've caught them where they're, they're sitting here like this and then they, you know, they look over and they're in like this trance and then they do that little smirk. They're like, Oh yeah, you caught yeah, me. You like, caught oh yeah, I'm, uh, I'm back. I, like, Oliver, what, I gotta what tell just you, happened? that was me on the assholes when we smoked the Byron. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, I just sat back. Uh, yeah. And, oh, you guys carry yeah, the shit. Yeah. I'm really enjoying this. I'm in yeah. the zone. It happened. It ends up kicking in. So, uh, it, it, it's, uh, the whole idea of cigars is a relaxing moment. That's the whole idea of it. You get it. I wonder why you smoked a cigar in the first place, not knowing that. So now you're realizing that that's what it is. And that, that was the whole reason for me. Um, we, you talked about after our event is over that you did it. I started smoking cigars before I performed. Right. So I'd go to the nightclub, light a cigar. There's nobody there yet. People starting to trickle in. I'm smoking a cigar. I'm relaxing because it's going to be showtime in a little while. The cigar would finish, and I'd be okay. And it would be stressful at that point. So I would do it beforehand, relax, get myself good, as opposed to uh, I'm going into a stressful situation and I'm stressed out to begin with. So I'd I'd do it before. After is good, too. Um, It's something to think about. Um, Usually I'm so... I'm trash at the end of that. Right. And, you know, we talked about an after party or something like that. And I said, I just can't do yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> we can't do it. And I'm, I'm, I'm into marketing and promotion and stuff, yeah. but I got nothing left. I give it, I, I leave everything I got there and that's the end of it. So I'm trash at the end of it. I don't want to do that too. I don't want to smoke a cigar like this when I'm pissed off. Everything's got to be right. You smoke a great cigar when you had a terrible meal, when you're pissed off, Something bad happened or something, go to a cheaper cigar when you go there. When you're, you, you, you want to relax and you're in a halfway decent mood or something, that's when to end up doing it. But uh, you, a guy that says to me, uh, oh, my God, I was in Hawaii. I had the best cigar of my life. It was Hula Girl. Do you carry that? Hula Girl is a machine-made, mm-hmm. cheap, flavored cigar. Yeah. And I said, you know, you're sitting on the beach. You got a, a lady bringing you, a beautiful lady bringing you a drink out there. The weather's so perfect, and you smoke the cigar. Holy shit, that was a great cigar. Stand out in the snowbank and try that same <laughs> cigar again. I'm sure it's not going to be the same, but that's when you're going to need a little help. You're going to have to step it up a little to a great cigar, and it brings you to another level. For me, the Byron is one cigar that I like to smoke alone. I really do zone don't, out. Yeah, don't focus interrupt me. on it. Yeah. Just chill. And there, there is, you know, you smoke cigars for different reasons, and, and one of them may be to decompress by yourself. I think alone time is awesome. Uh, and, and probably the most needed, as hopefully this pandemic ends, uh, you spend all day, every day on furlough with your family, and it can be maddening. You need an hour every once in a while to just kick back and be by yourself. And to me, an expensive cigar would do it. It's yeah. worth the money. 
Yeah. Remember the old days of the, the guy after dinner with the family and stuff like this? Yeah. I'm going out on the porch and have a cigar, and he get away from his own family and sit there for an hour with a cigar. Or, there's no TV. There's no nothing. Me and a cigar. There's nothing wrong with that either. Archie Bunker would just go to his chair. Yeah. It was his chair. <laughs> yeah. And tell the, the meathead to get out of it, right? Right. <laughs> the meathead's father died this week, right? Uh, yes. yes. Yeah. He did. <laughs> He just, you're kind of mixing it up. The real, the real person's father. Yes, it wasn't yes. Meathead's father, right? Because that would have been Archie. That'd be Carl Reiner. No, no, Carl Carl he was the son-in-law, right? <laughs> Who would have dinner every night and watch Jeopardy with Mel Brooks? So now Mel Brooks, I believe, is still with us. Yeah, yeah. what's two, two great he's got, icons oh. in the comedy world? Well, great. Je- Jeopardy's nearing its end of run, and anyway. yeah, I'm sure. Well, they'll keep the show uh, going. Yeah. I think that show ended when Alex shaved his mustache. Jump the shark. Yeah, Jump the shark, did it? <laughs> Byron, great cigar. Uh, Oliver Nouveau, uh, how does people get a hold of you? Through, through. Um, well, you can get a hold of me, Oliver, at unitedcigargroup.com or through Instagram. You can get me at United Cigar, uh, United Cigars. Just send me a message directly. He's a, he's a big Instagrammer, so yeah. you uh, people follow. that follow these people, follow Oliver, and he puts up uh, tacos. What's with the tacos, anyway? Tacos. That, that'll, be, that'll be another after that's, show. Uh, that's another whole show, tacos. Anyway, that's it. We'll catch you Saturday on the Cigar Authority, where we're going to talk about the worst brand names ever. Listen and see if your brand is going to be on there, your favorite brand. Is it a stupid name? We'll tell you Saturday. And put the lid into your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.